0: Spring of Life Fellowship and its pastor, Joaquin G. Molina, invites you to listen to a message of restoration and strengthening for your life. Be a part of the vision, changing the world. give you thanks, Lord, for your embrace in our family, our spiritual family, Lord, a place of safety and stability and prosperity as we expect from you only what you continually offer, which is the best. We give you thanks, Lord, that you have higher thoughts than our thoughts. Our thoughts are so low and mundane and even backward and negative, Lord. We have an expectation of evil tidings, of things that are not consistent with your spirit. So we pray, O God, this morning that your word would be a lamp unto our feet, unto the new year that your words would be the inspiration of our heart to heal the brokenhearted, to set free the captives, O God, to let the blind see and the deaf hear and the mute speak. Let us walk in the fullness of who you are. Let us walk in the full inheritance of the saints that have risen up, O God, to hear your voice and to follow you where where you lead us, O God. And allow your word not to return void. But let it fulfill that which you send it out for. That our expectation in you will be amazing. That our children would rise up with the promises of God upon their life. As they hear the prophetic word. As, as you have planned them out with purpose and significance. In this season. Like Dr. Sixto Porras told us. We're not to look forward To an ordinary new year. To a common and mundane time. But that we would be surprised by the glories that follow those who seek you with all their heart. And our expectation in you is great. And it is sublime. And it is above the par for the course, Lord. We pray, O God, that you just pour down your glory in 2014 that we see things that have not been seen that we hear things that have not been heard that you fill our hearts and our lives with the expectations of things that were supernatural you say in your word like if we were dreaming when you break free those that are captive oh god it will feel like we're just living a dream and our life in your presence and why we worship and glorify you Is because your goodness prevails. Your light shines in the midst of the deepest darkness. And we pray, O God, that you be glorified and magnified this year. Not only in this world, but through our lives. In everything we do, that we may do it for the glory of God. Prosper your word in the hearts of your people. And fill us with the full measure of abundance, which is the measure of your gifting towards those who seek your face. Let us find great reward in pursuing you with all of our hearts and all of our strength, all of our mind. And that we not look back, Lord, to yesteryear, Lord. That we move forward to the utmost and highest call in the affairs of your kingdom upon the earth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. The highest measure... Of all things is God. There is no greater limit. There's no greater expression of all things. So, if we're going to find the highest coast, highest course, is to find God in these things. And the only thing that could define God's measure is something called excellence. Understand, we got to start from that premise. A lot of us are so overwhelmed by our present circumstance, we never aspire to the highest course of our calling. So we say again, that God is the measure, the highest measure of all things, and the only thing that could define God's measure is a word called excellence, described by those that walk in the life and a level way above our potential, and, and with regards to our possibilities. Um, that's why when I came to the Lord the first day, I said, Lord, I can never become what you have desired. Imagine, imagine God's desire for you. Put, put the adjectives on His desire for your life. As I was talking to a gentleman who called yesterday, and he'll surely be here at 12 o'clock for the service, I invited him. He says, my life is a wreck, my wife is a wreck, my family's a wreck, my 11-year-old boy is not living with us no more. I said, because you've done everything contrary to God's desire in your life. You cannot aspire to the greatest and highest call when you're not listening to God, when you contradict God. And so there it is, those that describe excellence, it's a lifestyle way above the average person. A lot of us are taking inventory. What's the average weight? When you're having a baby and he comes, we're going to have a lot of babies, 2014. But um, when, when they measure the average, well, your kid is, is in the average, he's a, little bit, he's a little bit higher than, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, 2014. Is, is the expectation to the excellence of God for our life. We're not going to stay in the ordinary. We're not going to stay in the common. My desire, and, and as I share this word, this is the passion on my heart. I want to go to the highest high in God's purpose for my life, for my family, for my marriage, uh, for our parenting as, as we parent four teenagers. Uh, Christina became a teenager this year. And, and so, as, as we look at these things, there's a lot of things that I could stare that contradict the word excellence for our church, for our family, for our life. But I want you at least to have the definition. And the definition is this, excellence is the talent or the quality uh, that surpasses ordinary standards. Where, where are people living What is the experience of the common man? God is calling us to a higher level. And for some of us, that's an issue. For some of us, it's too much. Pastor, I was expecting you to start the year a little bit closer to my ability to attain it. Well, it's not going to be your ability. It's going to be the character of God. God wants to shine through you at levels that far exceed. That's where the word excel comes from. It goes beyond standard, and, and it's the highest level passing the ordinary. Now, these are things that could only be spoken through the presence and the Spirit of God. If you got another spirit in your life, you can't fathom, you can't feel for these things. So 1 Corinthians 2.13, Paul writes these words. When we tell you these things, these things we speak not according to... To what man knows and teaches. Not according to what man is trying to figure out. But the Holy Spirit is speaking upon the earth to his people. Spiritual things comparing spiritual with spiritual. So it's another language. I I didn't grow up. Listen, I'm sorry, but I did not grow up, nor was I groomed for excellence. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, if I was average, that was good. If if I didn't get in trouble, that was good. I wasn't expecting not to do anything great or beyond. But if I just kept the course, that that was expected. And let me tell you something. God is speaking a higher call into our lives. And this through His Spirit. It's the work of God in our midst. It's this aspect. To pursue excellence carries the idea of a single-minded commitment to achieve highest quality, never settling for second best, always throwing your whole self with your energy and concentration towards the highest things, higher standards. We're going to see this in a second. As, As Jesus Christ comes to the earth, And he comes as the perfect expression of excellence in all things. He's our model. And so he comes and he says, guys, I'm going to teach you how to live at the highest level of the expression of a human being. Listen, there are people that hate this. There are people that says, how dare you talk to me about living in the Listen in the word. Here it is. Ready? The realm of perfection. The realm of perfection where you eliminate everything that is not the expression of Christ. Hebrews 7.22 says, Because this is the oath that Jesus has become a guarantor. Someone who guarantees, I will take you to a more excellent place expression of life i'm going to take you there i'm going to i'm going to lead you step by step to to reaching the levels of excellence paul says like this in philippians not that i've already gotten there but one thing i do i'm going full blast ahead forgetting what i've done in the past not not letting that be an obstacle And a restriction and a stumbling stone. I'm going to reach forward that I might know the excellence of God. What is this? I I want you to think a second. What is the expression of excellence in your life? What is the expression of excellence in your family, in your marriage? What is the expression of excellence in your finances? That there not be infirmities. That there not be setbacks there not be situations that are, listen, holding you back from what God has promised you. Keeping you away from that expression. We're going to see it a little bit further here so that you don't stare at me like you don't understand. Hebrews 8, 6. The fact is that the ministry of Christ is superior. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. He's comparing the Old Testament. The Old Testament had ways to try to get on track with God. And so it says, when Jesus comes, He's going to fast track you. This is, this is like uh, the Walt Disney when you get the fast track. You're, you're getting more into where you're headed faster. And Jesus has come and provided this type of, of work in our hearts. In as much as He also is a mediator of a better covenant. Which was established on better promises. These, these, are, these are higher levels of, of negotiations. Here's how it goes in the Old Testament. If you keep my words, if you keep my commandments, I will prosper you in everything you do. The new covenant is, listen, you can't do it. You're taking too long. I'll do it for you and I'll give you everything I have done. This is what God is doing. He wants to do everything in your life through his spirit, through his grace, through his word. Through, through the power of God that resides in us. And here it is, better covenant and a better promises. Hebrews 4.14, um, here's where it says it nice and clearly. Hebrews 4.14, therefore, since we have a high priest, the, the priest is the one that, that is presenting, um, the, the presenting stuff on the altar on your behalf. Since we have a great high priest, Who has passed through the heavens. He's already gotten where he's taking us. Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession. Verse 15. For we have not a priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness. One of the things that keeps us from living this level is we take inventory. I'm a knucklehead. I'm rebellious. I'm disobedient. I hate God. uh, uh, They're like, I'm never going to live his excellence in 2014. Listen, he knows that that's our disposition. He he could understand our weakness, but despite these limitations, he was in all things tempted as we are, and nothing stopped him from attaining excellence. You could take inventory this year of the things that are holding you back from living the full expression of what God has for you. And as you take inventory, you could say, he's going to... he was without sin. He was without sin. He was without sin. He was without sin. A perfect rendition of the model that pleases God in this life. Let's read verse 16. Since he can sympathize with our weakness and in all points was tempted without sin. Therefore, let us boldly with that word boldly comes as listen, with confidence let us come before his throne of grace that we might receive everything we need to help us during this new year. Now, I want you to imagine ordinary what, what just the average bear brings. And then you say, you know something, I'm going to be in God's presence this year so much, I'm going to get help to rise to excellence. I'm going I'm I'm to seek God one of the things that I purpose, we're going to see it now in a little while, is this year, I want in my personal life, and as, as it falls down to the congregation, I want to spend more time in God's presence. I want to pray more. Because, because prayer gives you the instruction for excellence. Pressure, prayer aligns you up with this life. Second Peter one three. Peter was a, a big disaster in his life. We see him um, as a fisherman. He was rough around the edges. A lot of us can identify with Peter as the guy who is always trying to do right. I'll never deny you, Lord. I'll never, never. And and we're messing up just right after the second we promise God our best. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'll die with you. And we. I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. And so we're we're we're, we're fall. And this is Peter. And he says like this, his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and excellence. That's that word virtue. It's the same word excellence. God, through his glory and excellence, has called you up according to to all the power he's given us. Verse 4. It says, by which we have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of a divine nature, escaping all the corruption that's in the world. Everything that's a setback for us in this world, he has given us exceedingly great and precious promises, way above ordinary, that we might be partakers of a supernatural lifestyle, having escaped the... the the mediocrity the 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 half-hearted that I'm just I'm just going to go with the flow because this this is the desire in the world verse 5 and for this reason because there's, there's great and precious promises that are exceedingly amazing to partake in a divine nature, to rise up above the ordinary, He says, "For this reason, give, make sure you give all diligence, whatever you do. Add to your faith excellence." that word virtue again. You know, you believe in God already. That's great. You, you've come to Jesus Christ. But let's take it up to the level of God in, in, in the first form in our desires. We, we said that last year. We, we can't receive what we're not expecting. So this year, 2014, Lord, take me to another level. Take me to an expression that is not limited by my setbacks and weaknesses. I'm not going to accept that there's something laid up for me. You could call it a promised land, like in the Old Testament. God has already a land that flows with milk and honey, and you're stuck in the desert because you don't even believe that that is set up for you. You don't believe that that is available as you prepare for it. For this reason, give diligence to these divine promises, and employ efforts of exercising faith to develop excellence in attaining to this mindset. I want to tell you something. For every one of us, the desire, and I wasn't like this 30 years ago. 30 years ago, I was saying, you got the wrong guy. You, 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 I could never be a Christian. I could never be a, a preacher. I could never be a servant. I, I, this thing about going to church, that's not my style. 30 years later, what I've seen God do has blown me away. Now I say, Lord, I'm in agreement with you, Lord. What you want to do with me, I want you to do. Where you want to take me, I want you to take me. What you want to make in me, I want to become. What you want to give me, I want to receive it. I'm not going to argue with you. I want to believe God. And I, I was, yesterday as we were reading... We were coming up the road here. I was listening to Psalm 2. It says, there are certain factions upon this earth that are not in alignment with God. Psalm 2 verse 1. Why do the nations rage? Why are people upset with what God wants to do? And the people are thinking about things that are vain. If people understood what God has planned and pursued it, they wouldn't compromise. Why do the people, why are they enraged? Why are they planning things that have no promise? Verse 2. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed. Talking about Jesus Christ. Talking about what God's plans are. Ask yourself the reason why it's hard for you to understand that God wants to take you to the top. Why does he want you to be a full expression of his work? Why do the kings set themselves and the rulers take counsel against the Lord? Verse 3, saying, let us break these bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Why does God want to want to control our lives? Why does he want to correct us? Why does he want to rebuke us? Why does God call our attention? What, anybody know why? Cuz he's bringing us to excellence. And these people that are against the Lord are saying, "Leave me alone. Why the limitations? Why why do I have to conform?" I want to tell you that they want to break the dealings of God because I don't don't know who you are this morning. I know the Spirit of the Lord is calling you to high, high excellence. In every dealing He has with our life. And you don't break the bonds. And you don't break the cords. Begin to to embrace them. Verse 4. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. As long as we're going contrary to God, God is, I, I don't know if you can see the picture here. Um, a little kid says, I want to beat you up, and he's swinging like this, and, and there's some a hand on his head. You're not going to fight the Lord. You can't go contrary to his work. You can't come against him. Verse 5, then he shall speak to them in wrath and in distress, uh, um, them in his deep displeasure. Why don't you want to come to excellence? Why are you entering into conformity? Verse 6. Yet I have set my king on my holy uh, hill, Zion. I have brought somebody to the highest place. Verse 7. I will declare the decree the Lord has said to me. You are my son. Today I've begotten you. I'm taking you to the highest of the high. Understand this. This is what God is doing. This is what excellence means in our lives. Verse 8. Ask of me and I'll give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. What is holding you back from having my full pleasure for you to have everything I've laid up for you? Ask. Come to me in that demeanor, in that disposition. Verse 9. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them as a pieces like a potter's vessel. Verse 10. Now therefore, be wise, O kings. Those that have an ear to listen to the word of the Spirit of God this morning. Be instructed, you, the word judges, princes of the earth. That's what that word is. In the Old Testament, judges were those that led the people. They they held the thrones. They held the government. They made the decisions. Verse 11. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with great trembling. Verse 12. Kiss the Son, lest you have a different disposition towards you, and you perish in your way when His wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in Him. There's two types of factions. There's some people, listen, don't want to go anywhere. I, you know, I, I, I try to get away from those people because they slow me down. They, they, they hold me back. As I was listening to Dale Bronner... And what God is doing in his life, he says, I have to make sure that this road to where God is leading me is a lonely road. Because people want to go back to Egypt. They want to go back to the world. They want to go back to onions and garlic. And here, here that, that I, I don't know who you are this morning, but the Spirit of God is saying, Don't fall short of the measure of excellence for your life. Let God deal with you. Let God grow you up into the measure of His excellence. Everything inspired by the Spirit of God is with an expression of excellence. And those things that are not excellence, they're unstable, they're insecure, and they bring to loss. They bring to naught. Let's read this verse in 2 Corinthians 4, 7. It says, but we have this treasure in in these earthen vessels. We're, We're fragile. That's why we don't like these words. We're fragile in our expression so that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. I cannot, there's not one thing, listen to me very well. There's not one thing in my life that it's attributable to what I have done. Not Nothing. You look at my life, you look at my marriage, my kids, my finances, the church, the ministry, my, my personal life. Nothing is my ability. All is God. Is his work, a thousand percent. I, I marvel. I could never listen, I could never plan. I' be strategic in my human wisdom to bring it to excellence. It has to be God. following God, loving God, serving God. And, and this, is, this, this, this description of excellence is, is the, the highlight. Of those that walk in God. We're pursuing. L- listen to this verse right here. Um, Daniel 6, three. One of the examples we have of these. These expressions of excellence was this young man. This Daniel. Set himself apart. And he distinguished himself above all the other governors. Because. He was walking with an excellent spirit. This year, I want the church to say, is this excellence for me? And if it's not excellence, get it out of your life. Don't have anything to do with it. Go for the measure of excellence in everything. If a thought comes in your brain and it's not the highest order of decency and the superior order of the thoughts of God... Don't spend one second on it. You're to meditate on anything that has virtue, that has praise, that is a high level of purpose. And this this Daniel distinguished himself with having an excellent spirit. How many know the difference between an excellent attitude and a poor attitude? Listen, aspire to excellence in your spirit. Don't come down. You're not you're not that style. It says, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king gave him thought to setting him over all the realm. Who do you put ahead of things if it's not somebody who walks in excellence? Who? Who do you choose to travel with you? Somebody, my dad had a friend, he just passed away last month, and and I invited him to go on a missionary trip with me. Um, his name was Minedvino. We called him Mirin. And I said, Mirin, we're going to Mexico to see the work down there. And he says, okay, I'll go with you. And we get to the airport. And on one hand, he has a pajama. And on the other hand, he has a bag of candy. And I said, where's your luggage? Where's your... He says, no, this is all I travel with. I said, I want... If there was one person to travel the whole world with, it would be him. Because he has this philosophy. He gives candy away and people bless him so he never has need of anything. And just a shirt to sleep in at night. It was a level of of a human spirit that nothing was going to stop him. A lot of us say, I don't even have luggage. I can't go with you on a missionary trip. I don't have clothes to wear for the special service. I can't. Listen to me. There is something about an excellent spirit that has no restraint, has no limitations. I'm going with pastor to the mission field. I'm going to take my candy. I'm going to take my shirt. I was like, but are you serious? He's serious. And this man, we saw in Mexico how people began to bless him just out of the blue. Hey, this is why I've had for you. And, and they would give him shirts and, hey, let me take you. And, and it was just supernatural to see the provisions of God. Here, Daniel is distinguishing Himself above all others and was thought to be put in a place where you put people of excellence. People that don't have limitations. They're going to the highest realm. Let's read this verse real quickly. Daniel five twelve, chapter before. Because an excellent spirit is upon you, in knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, explaining hardships were found in Daniel. These things were inside of his life. I want to break the barrier in 2014 for those things that strip you from the full expression of God. A warrior for God. A, 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 a person that's able to attain the highest measure of what God has for you. Here it was in Paul's prayer to the Philippians. Philippians 1.9 It is my prayer and this is my prayer for spring of life that your love might abound still more and more in the knowledge and in all discernment. In what regards? Paul, if you're praying for the Philippians that they might grow more and more in all knowledge and discernment Of what caliber? Verse 10. That you might approve the things that are excellent. I want you this year to say, Is this excellent? I'm not going to walk in it. Is this the highest measure? I'm not going to walk in it. He says, I'm praying for you that you grow and grow so that you might understand those things that are excellent. That you might be sincere and without offense till the day of christ this is an ascending order this is this is i'm going to the top of the mountain i'm going to the highest level of what it means to be whatever god has put in our lives with regards to belief i'm gonna i'm gonna be legitimate verse um we're going on to verse 11. so when you get to this level of excellence There will be filled fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. When excellence is in your life and it's it's bringing fruits of high righteousness, that's when God gets the highest glory. This is what I say all the time. The world has nothing to impress us with. We're not to be impressed with how the world does things. God has called us on the scene to express excellence for the glory of God in all things. You'll see this verse next when Paul tells the Corinthians. Just like you do in everything else, make sure 2 Corinthians 8, 7. Listen to this word. This year, I declare no poverty mentality. But as you... Excel in everything. As you start leaving the ordinary to the extraordinary, that you, in faith, just like you excel in everything, in your faith, in your speech, in your knowledge, in your diligence, in your love, that you also excel in your giving. I want to give more to God than I've ever given any previous year. This year, 2014. In order for that to happen, God would have to bless my socks off at incredible levels. Lord, this year I declare I will give you more than I've ever given you in my life. See, that's excellence. That's what he's telling the Corinthians. You have excelled in everything. That word, if you research it, you'll see it's excellence. As you have been excellent in everything, in your faith, in your speech, in your knowledge, how many feel that God wants every expression of our being to be excellent? To be the model of Christ, to be the glory of the only begotten Son, He being the firstborn. As you have become excellent at the forefront of everything in faith, in love, in your words. Verse 8. I give this not as an order, but to prove. I speak not as a commandment, but I'm testing the sincerity of your love by the diligence of others. When you do something with high regard, you're expressing sentiment towards the one you do it. Be be excellent in your serving God this year. He tells them in that regards that you're excellent in many things, Corinthians, but also be excellent in your giving. It says like this in in, um, 1 Corinthians 12.31. The, The church is doing good. Everything is well. And he says, um, desire the best gifts. And, and I'm going to show you a more excellent way. This has been an issue in this church for 15 years. Because every time we found something that God wants, the, the standard has gone up. And they, they keep on telling me, Pastor, how, how much more is the standard going to go up? You know, nobody's Listen to me. Excellence is the measure of God. I want to see God. And, and as we offer and live in excellence, people will say, you know something? God is in that person's life. God is in that family. I, I don't want to have a, a just okay marriage. I, I, I tell people, we've been married now for 19 years. I've had a 19-year honeymoon. Is that possible? Is it possible? I'm telling you it is. And you can tell anybody you want that in God, marriage is the degree of excellence of expression upon the earth. That companionship, that, that unity, that, that expression of love. It's contagious. People who hang out with me, they, they get divorce-free in their existence. Why? Because it's a measure of excellence. People want to partake. And if they haven't seen it, they don't know it exists. Here it is. Proverbs. Highest devotion of love we said pursue pursue the gifts right let's go to James 1 James 1 what is the highest excellence for my existence upon the earth 127 I'm sorry I got that wrong what is the, my highest expression upon the earth pure and undefiled worship before God is to take care of orphans and widows To take care of family. Listen to me. People have said, oh, don't go over to that church. They believe too much in family. There are churches filled all over the world, filled with independent people wanting all the blessings on themselves. And have no capacity to bless their marriage partner. Have no capacity to bless their children. They have no inheritance to download. I want this year to be a year of the expression of excellence in family. And and understand family to be the excellence of community upon the earth. Without family, you don't have a church. Without family, you don't have a church. So God says, I want the excellence of your worship to be in family. And I declare that this year, we're going to restore more families than any other year before. More families than any other ye- years before. Lord, let us have an expression of excellence this year. He says like this in... in um, Philippians 4.8, finally my brothers, uh, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's any virtue, there's that word again, virtue, excellence, if there's any virtue, and if there's anything that's praiseworthy, keep your thoughts on these things, Uh, how, how wide is your door Open in your mind for trash, for people to speak to you things that are not the word of God, that they're not the meditation of his spirit, that they're contrary, that they go backwards, that they propel you back into a a stage that is not what God has set before you. Keep your thoughts on on things that are above. When when these thoughts come into your life, and, and when you watch a lot of TV, when you go to a lot of movies, we listen to a lot of music, you got a lot of trash coming into your life. That's not the measure of excellence. Get it out of your life in 2014. Hebrews 6, this is is the word that says, as you're instructed in the word of God, pursue perfection. And and, and again, for Christianity, we're always stuck on stupid. We're always stuck on what we can't do, what we're not, what we haven't become. But here's what the word says in verse 3, I believe. Yeah, Hebrews 6, 3. Let's go to verse 1 first. Therefore, leave the discussions of the elementary principles of Christ and let us go on to, what's it say there? Verse 1. Let us go on to perfection. Oh, he's a perfectionist. Oh, he wants the best. Oh, he thinks I could be a great husband. You can, my friend. Use a measure of excellence. Be the best husband in the world. Be the best son in the world. That's one of the things that I learned when I first got saved. I said, Lord, help me to be an excellent son. I don't care what's going on. I can I, I have 50 million reasons. I, I want to be perfect as a son. You do the work in me. I want to be perfectly obedient. I want to have excellence in my life. How many, how many feel that you need excellence of speech? Or you say, I got to quit talking dirty words out of my holy mouth that I praise God with. How are dirty words coming out? How, you know, how are these things still flowing in my life? Let us go on to perfection. Let us go on to excellence. Let our expression of giving blow everyone away. Let us us go on to the excellent way of love. I'm I'm, going to love better than I've ever loved this year. I'm going to... Uh, you know, when you travel with families, and we went up with two families, you've you got to have a lot of patience. you got to have a lot of patience because there were several times on my vacation I said, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm just going to get in my car. I'm just going to leave. We're going to get off on an exit, disappear, and just, that's it. I said, God, give me excellence of disposition. Get laziness out of my life, Lord. I don't want to be late anywhere. I don't want to be late anymore. Lord, get gossip out of my mouth. Get blasphemy out of my life. Get heresy out of my life. I don't know what this means in your particular life. I want to have the highest form of communication this year, which is prayer. Prayer. I want to spend more time in God's presence. I want to see Spring of Life pray every day of the week. Humanly possible, come together to find the mind of the Lord. To try and find the heart of God. To try and sit there and say, I I want your priorities to be established on my life and not my priorities. Before I spend another holiday in my own existence... I want to plan a missionary trip this year. I want to go bless somebody. Let's stand this morning. You know, this is the work of God's spirit in our life. If you would have met me 30 years ago, I would never be sharing a word like this. I was the leader leading people down to the dunghill. I was, I was fellowshipping with with total numbskulls. They had nothing good to offer and I wasn't offering anything good. I want you guys to have this be your meditation in the year 2014. Let's find out what the expression of excellence is in the design and the spirit and the words and the thoughts. And I want to tell you something. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord's going to raise the standard against them. He's going to raise a banner. This, this, is not, this is not a trash bin. These people are not setting themselves in, in the opposite direction. They're not raging against God. They're not breaking fetters. They're not breaking bonds. They're not, they're not questioning the modus of God. <laughs> you know, we did that for so long. When we came to the Lord, we're like, these people want our money. What money? What money? God has buried us in endless treasures in His grace. The riches of His glorious grace. Things, listen to me, things that money cannot buy are the things that God laid up for those who become of a generous spirit. This is why God has to deal with us so much. We can't even, that that verse in Malachi about tithing. He says, see if I will not open the windows of the heaven and pour out such measure of abundance, there will be no room for you. I was telling uh, several on our pastoral staff that, that uh, last year, 2012, I began to experience. You imagine the schedule that we have. Oh, we're going to the nations and we're blessing them and, and we're speaking into life. We went to Argentina this last year. South Africa. Everywhere we went, the people says, we want you to come back. I'm like, what? What do you mean come back? Yeah, we want more of the excellence that you have we want more of that example our kids are learning that our kids are watching us they're seeing our attitudes I, I was I was taken by one of the kids about I think it was last year one of the little kids was riding with his dad on his car and he was doing something that was wrong and he turns to his dad and he says dad thank God the pastor didn't see that And he said, wait a second, this is not right here. What do you mean, that the pastor? Yeah, yeah. So we dropped, the, we dropped the edge of excellence. And he goes, no, son. If the, thank God the pastor does see things in our life and is calling us on it because he's calling us to a higher degree of excellence. And that's why we're so challenged in the house of God. I don't want you to ever feel that we're being religious and we're trying to impress somebody. We're trying to go towards the mark of the high call in Christ Jesus. And there there is that struggle. There are people that says, you know something, this is enough. I got me a pretty wife. Got me a pretty job. I'm comfortable. I don't have to be the world changer. Guess what? This is what God has called this house to, excellence. High, high, high a high mark of excellence, excellent wives, excellent sons, excellent husbands, excellent ministers. That's your call. That's the, you know, I, I hope you take this to you. You say, Lord, I, I welcome, I, I, I receive this word to start out this year, and it's going to be a challenge, and I'm not going to grow weary, I'm not going to get tired, I'm just going to continue to move forward. Father, I thank you this morning for this word. I've done the best I can, Lord, but you can minister to the Spirit and bring us to where eagles fly. Bring us to the heights, to soar the heights of the incredible provision of your goodness towards us. And that as we live, our lives would be a witness of excellence to those around us. And pray that your Spirit, your grace would be sufficient this year. our challenge to be faithful to you would be with all deliberate diligence adding virtue to our faith so that we can walk in the excellence of love have excellence in our communication as we pray more this year than ever before not for prayer's sake but for excellence's sake that we might hear your voice we give you thanks for all the men that you have sent into our ministry to speak into our lives, we give you thanks for the excellence of their spirit like Daniel, that compromise not and are unwilling to settle for less, and we not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And today we leave your house with a great expectation to the challenge to live the heights of excellence in all things. In Jesus name we pray amen and amen Three one another in the love of the Lord hallelujah